this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we're hanging out at Southern Nights in the Milk District. And we're hanging out with the Ben Lobby Homes boys. And I'm transitioning from Pride to Halloween. Transitioning? Did you say 17? That's my number. Bingo! Welcome to another episode of Bungalore and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And with me tonight are the boys from Ben Lobby Homes. How are you guys doing? Good. That's Scott Wilson. Also, Ben Lobby's here, too. The professional door opener. Oh, what does that mean? I open doors for a living. Just houses. Well, yes. That's a house thing. That's well, a real estate thing you're dropping. Well, I mean, we can also open some business stores for you, you if you want to really buy nice a commercial. Like a little bellhop vest, Ben. You know what I'm talking about? Just opening doors for people. Well, there goes that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> <Is> that again? <laughs> he, he's a new elevator man for the Citrus Club. Oh, ooh, with short shirts and a vest. Citrus uh, Club doesn't have an elevator man. <laughs> they do. No, an elevator. I heard elevator comma man. Elevate. I hear what you're saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, every week we recorded a different spot in downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Tonight we're in the Milk District at Southern Nights at their compound with my friend Joel Gran. Hey, Joel. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Put that nice and close to your chin. Pretend it's awkwardly close. Awkward. Yeah, it's only it awkward if you don't like it. <laughs> Joel, you're the manager here, right? I am. So this started Southern Nights basically as one venue yes nine years ago nine years holy wow. geez that's crazy and then five years ago southern craft and then now district dive where you're at three years which is more of like a sports bar yeah, is that sports bar neighborhood bar okay for everybody and then in behind there's like a courtyard that kind of joins them all up yes okay and right now we're we recording out of it yeah it's beautiful you have like this very long beautiful bar with some tiles on it that's some how you know it's fancy. Wall, some artwork. Oh, you got like a Tom of Finland in a rose thing. I love the R- Judge R- RBG. RBG. Yeah. Notorious. You got a Rick and Morty poster over there. These are all of my things. Yeah, very eclectic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like from my dream journal, Rocky Horror Picture. What can people expect from Southern Nights if they've never been? Just a good time. Uh, we have a nightclub. We're open during the day next door at District Dive. Craft cocktails next door. So, like, there's a different vibe for everyone depending on where yes. you want to hang out. can bar hop and not have to get in your car, go anywhere else. Do you have a theater space? We do have a theater. Drag shows. Uh-huh. Friday, Saturday. And y'all are getting, like, touring RuPaul's Drag Race ladies. We have RuPaul girls every month. I know we have a Halloween. We have... For Halloween, like you're doing a big party. We're giving away like five thousand dollars over the weekend. Brooklyn Heights will be here from Ooh, Canada too. She's my she's queen of the north. Ooh, uh huh. Ballet dancer trained, right? Yes. So that would be an amazing show. And you're coming in costume this weekend for Halloween, right? <laughs> yeah, but when I do costume at a gay bar, I don't come and drag because everybody else can do it better than me. So <laughs> you got to respect the other queens that are in the room, right? Don't put on a dress unless you you know you can do better than everybody else. No dress if you can't impress. Say that in that mic. No dress if you can't impress. <laughs> <laughs> How are your weeks? We just celebrated Pride. Joel, was it crazy here? It was insane. Right? Lines around the building. I love it. Because it was the place to be. It was. Have you seen a change since Parliament House closed? It's definitely been busier. Yeah. I, mean, I think people are trying to find somewhere else to go. I think people miss that like multi-venue, choose-your-own-adventure 
evening, right? Like they do, and we're starting to offer that here, and hopefully we'll have more to offer in the future. In the future, but you're not going to tell me. You told me off off air that it's all secrets because you yeah. don't trust me yet. That's probably for the best. But it's great at how much <laughs> they've grown over the last nine years. Yeah, and yeah. look how cute this is. Oh, it's adorable. This is a completely different bar than how it started nine years oh, ago. Oh, for sure. Like it was never, it was never janky. But this is very, this is higher end, very sleek. Nice to have an owner that reinvests the money that he makes. Imagine, imagine yeah. what happens. I yeah. can, I can <laughs> list a lot of different bars that don't do that, especially uh, gay bars, right? Yes. Yeah. So holler at that. Joel, is there anything coming up that people need to know about event-wise besides Halloween? You have specials. and then You got pool bars. You got pool over in uh, District Dive. We have pool. We have darts. Uh, we have specials every day. You do like bear happy hours? Isn't every that? Sunday we have a bear. It's called Dive at 5. 5 o'clock. They take over the patio. So we're all game in here, but what's a bear, Joel? What's a bear? How would, bear? You, des- yeah, how would you describe a bear? We're a on bit a s- larger, maybe uh-huh. some hair. Uh-huh. Right, like, set their shirt off. Yeah. Drink some beer. Good at hugging. Yes. They yeah. love hugs. <laughs> they are good at hugging. They are good at hugging. And usually there's food at every bear event. That's true, because yeah. they're considerate. Yes. <laughs> exactly. They don't want you to starve like the other categories. No, we're not about <laughs> skipping carbs in the other categories. <laughs> no, no, we're just adding food. You're going to add food. We are. Because you have a hot dog cart. We have the hot dog cart out front, which is open. Okay. But we have pizza coming. What? Pizza, flatbreads. Where is that going to go? Three or four weeks. Where are you putting the kitchen? We have a kitchen in there. You can order the food there or at District Dive. Okay. And then they'll... Wow. I'm ready for that. Okay. Pizza all night? All night. And you can bring it back into the club? You can. While you're watching a drag queen perform? Absolutely. Hell yeah. I'm not going to eat in front of other gay people, though. You know, I would like fight a corner and eat. Why are you so shameful about eating? Well, I don't, you know, I, don't want, I want people to think I'm just naturally. I literally will be <laughs> sitting down in the drag show, <laughs> watching her perform and order pizza on my phone to be delivered to my seat. Really? That, can we do that? You can Absolutely. do, people Hell deliver yeah. pizzas here, right? I've seen that happen. Uber Eats. Yeah. Okay. Just deliver to the seat number. <laughs> <laughs> I like you like do at the casinos. Your right? you order girl. Drink to your <laughs> uh, how did it come up with Pride Go for you boys? Because we, if you were following our Facebook, y'all, uh, our listeners, we we stopped by your tent over at Lake Eola Park. It was actually really good. It's our second year doing it. Uh, uh-huh. Had a great turnout. I went through all our swag. You had like had a, a sprawling great- little lounge. It was very sexy. Yeah, we actually um, were very impressed how it came out. The uh, Met a lot of great people, a lot of uh, do things going on. People who didn't know us, got to meet a lot of things, a lot of people. So Had all the cute people out, all your cute coworkers. Everybody was looking good. We had our diverse group was there. Everything was awesome. <laughs> what? what are you We're a diverse about? group, Brent. <laughs> you are diverse. Diverse. But yeah. everyone's cute. I'll, I'll give you but that. But everybody yeah. was cute. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, I liked that. Like yeah. boy you got to be cute to be on the Ben Lobby Holmes team. <laughs> and diverse. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lawsuit. And inclusive. Do you, we were like you guys Abercrombie keeping up? Were, <laughs> did you keep up with any headlines or, or were you just drinking and having fun? This past week? Yeah. Ooh, we Well, we just came back from Vegas, right? Uh-huh. So we were in Vegas right before uh, Pride for our national conference for EXPCon. Uh, so learning all of the things that our brokerage is doing and came back. Uh, almost on overnight red eyes and partied it up at Pride and showcased everyone. 
And uh, so, yeah, I've been out of the headlines. So I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for you to I'm ready to bring you up to speed. <laughs> Let's talk some headlines. Uh, Orlando City, in case you're an Orlando City fan, made it to the finals, but they didn't get any further. <laughs> they, they lost their first game against Montreal two to nothing. And uh, it was so sad to watch. We went to Harry Lamb and watched it there. And, man, what a brutal defeat. It was like they all gave up. So hopefully the boys can get their stuff together in time for the next season. But the game before that was pretty spectacular. Oh, it was amazing yeah. to qualify for finals. Yeah, fantastic. So let's focus on the positive. <laughs> <laughs> Your cup is half half full. Yeah, All I right. mean that was the game I went to. So <laughs> I threw my glass against the wall. That's how bad I was. Oh, glass. So glass. I was so mad that they lost. Uh, Orlando's digital twin was born this week. Do you guys know what that is? No idea. Okay, are you are you down with the metaverse? Is this an NFT thing? Oh yes, kinda. Oh. I guess it's like the it's an NFT of Orlando. It's the future of real estate. Hey, that's what they're telling us. Yeah, and I guess I believe them. Capital T them. Oh, so someone founded Orlando in the metaverse? <laughs> yeah, and it was Orlando Economic Partnership. The people who work uh, to attract businesses, larger businesses here to the region. Did they have to pay someone off if they, someone else did that first? They would have, but, like, they got, but they got there before anyone else. Oh, so man. they did an 800-square-mile digital replica of the entire region. So that includes like Seminole County, Orange County, I want to say Osceola. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's like a perfect digital replica that you can go and explore online. Really? And the idea is that you can now... Uh, people can soar through it digitally to try to find like the perfect spot to locate their new corporate headquarters, or you yeah. can see kind of what the fabric of the neighborhood looks like before you build something. And I, I think that's really interesting. So Orlando already built it to include Winter Park. Yeah, well, Winter Park said it. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't really Orlando City driving it. It was uh, or the Orlando Economic Partnership, which is this multi-county. Uh, big wig c-suite executive thing where they they're they're really just there to get businesses to move here that's their whole shtick but now they're getting businesses to move to the metaverse no they're going to use the metaverse (laughs) as a sexy you know jessica rabbit leg to uh lure them here i'm gonna go make a list of like 500 cities and start founding them in the metaverse (laughs) you why you might as well but guess how much it costs to do it uh, I don't even. I I couldn't even pick a number. Just pick a number. You could do it. Pull it out of the air. Um, it's either going to be like exorbitantly high or unreasonably low. So uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. going to go. Is this like uh, what's that show? What your name? Of higher place? or lower? Yeah, higher yeah. or lower. I'm going to go with like five thousand dollars. Five thousand? Yeah. Oh, you're way off. Way off. So way off. higher or lower? Uh, much higher. Okay, uh, one hundred twenty-five thousand. No. Joel, you got a guess? Let's say $5 million. $5 million? It's a little high, but that's, it's closer. I guess not closer, but it's up there. <laughs> All right. The drama's got to end. Uh-huh. Three and a half? No. It was, well, $2 million. No. $2 million bucks, they say, it costs to do a digital But this twin. is going to the Metaverse, uh-huh. which is owned by Facebook. Yeah. So they literally just paid Facebook for these. They paid a game developer to put it on that, that 
platform. You'll be able to oh, interact okay. with it using these masks, you know, like the VR goggles that yeah. everybody really just uses in- for porn. But you can <laughs> use it to, to try to find the perfect place in Orlando. But that included, like, building it, I'm sure, right? The yeah, they had, to well, they build had to the scan it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do it. I mean, maybe they go to Google Earth and, and go from there. But, I, yeah. I, I skipped the uh, media event where they wanted to tell me how they did it because I didn't really care enough. But uh, what I really <laughs> want to know is if we could do like a VR, you know, uh, like laser tag game or like Minecraft in our digital twin. Is there something like a game? Can we gamify it somehow? Would you do that? You wouldn't do it. You just want to. Yeah, we could. We meet could. Sexy singles. So, right, Scott? Meet a sexy. Well, I'm a married man, so really not. Single people. Are you married? Yeah, I didn't know that. Live brought to, to you Jesus? live on air. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Put, Jesus annoyed annoyed us in San right. Diego. We can unpack that later. I don't it's know the everything. Lord's day. Uh, did you hear about there was wait, a wait, shooting? Wait, wait. Oh, go ahead. That opportunity that you're still talking about, right? Uh-huh. Gamifying the metaverse. Yeah, we're sitting in a wonderful place where they could take advantage of that. Could you imagine a going out twin. to Southern Nights, but you're doing it VR? And what? you can actually pick out your outfit and change it while your you're avatar? out at the club. Yeah. Imagine if it's like an extension of like Grinder or these apps, right? Where, yeah. So it's a singles app. You can see someone as you're walking through and then tap or whatever on them. And then you can see their stats, <laughs> you know? You can see the picture of them holding up a fish over at the beach. Here you can see. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> right? Like they're holding a remote control for comparison. Like you, you can see just... By walking through the gay bar, and then you could experience that at the yeah. same time. That'd be fun. One step closer to Ready Player One. Ooh. We need, <laughs> we Scott's need, I'm Ready Player Two. We need the first gay bar in the metaverse. Do you want to do that? Can we do that here? Okay. Say that in the microphone so people Absolutely. know. All right. Done. It's happening. Heard here first, folks. We're going to gamify gay dating with the metaverse and the digital twin. Uh, there was an attempted robbery at Magic Ball. Ooh. Right, okay. which ended just how you probably expect it. Someone got shot. Ooh. Uh-huh. Oh. And there were, there were four guys tried to uh, hold up a jewelry. Did you see this, Joel? Right? Crazy. A jewelry tra- store. And he a, shot two of them. And he shot two of them. And then the other two got away. They did. And they're looking for him. I know. The owner shot them? Crazy. He did. Yeah. And he basically said, they, you, you try to steal from it's us magical. at Magic Mall. That's what happens. Yeah, that's the magic of the mall. You you try to steal our stuff, you're going to get killed. It's very Wild West to me. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah, like where are we right now? And and the way that their the response was just like that's what you get. That's what you get. You walk into my saloon, you know, sidestep it in my saloon, I'm going to take you out with their six shooter. With a six shooter or a pea shooter. <laughs> Would you guys? Do you guys ever have people do anything crazy over here at Southern Nights? No, no, right? Calm. Right? They're just making out on the dance floor. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> touching butts. That's what I like. Orlando home sales just dropped nearly twenty percent. What? I know. I want to talk about it. You guys are experts. That's why we have you on here. Ben Lobby Homes. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Really? Uh huh. And I guess it's because known? of the interest rates going up, right? The Fed raised the interest rates because they want people to slow down their spending efforts because they think that'll help solve inflation. That's what I just learned on the Googles. On the Googles. On the Googles. Yeah. So how is that affecting you guys and your home sale stuff? 
I know you just got back from California. Well, let's talk about let's talk about picking a statistic that grabs the headlines. Okay, is that what they did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it grabbed my headline. Home sales went down twenty percent. Well, I can tell you because that was what that was from August to September, right? Yes. Okay, so August to September home sales, which means the number of homes actually sold that closed in August compared to September, down twenty percent. Well, last year, a year ago, when we were in the craziness of 2021, home sales went from August to sem- August to September went down 10%. And in reality, it's a normal trend for us to have decreasing number of home sales as we enter the fall and head toward the holidays. Because people don't want to be messing with all that during the holidays because they have to have a place to cook a turkey? Exactly. We actually kind of usually have a dip in closed transactions in September because let's what happens in August? Kids are good and ready for school? Yep. Okay. Families go back to school uh, and all that jazz. Straight people, right? Now... Well, I say like, well, I say home sales have slowed down. Yeah, they have, but a 20% drop is not as drastic if you think that we normally have a 10% drop. That's kind of my point. Does that make sense? I don't think so. I think 20% is more drastic than 10, but you're the expert. No, so it is know. more drastic. I was but never I'm good at math. Don't panic about it. <laughs> don't panic? You're saying don't panic. That's no, don't news. panic. Just buy a house, darling. Just buy a house. And even what's the, do you know the interest rate off by hand right now? Yeah. Interest rates have jumped up to about 6.3%. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the average market rate now for, or was for the month of September. They're going to, it's going to keep going up. So it's actually going to get more expensive for people to buy homes if they continue to wait. And inventory has gone up. Inventory is actually double what it was a year ago. Who's buying these houses? We keep hearing about like out of town investors. Like someone just wrote about uh, Paramore homeowners are getting called like 10 times a day for people trying to buy their houses from them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, so that, who are these people? That uh, affordable market bracket, everything under 200000 everything under 300000 is very still very popular. Right. Right. And that's really the only part of town that's still moving no numbers uh, we're still selling uh homes across all price ranges but out-of-state people who are moving into town typically are buying in an upper upper price point okay yeah like how much like 400 to 800 wow for relocation yeah Yeah. for like newer builds or or they're like anything anything imagine what do these people do do you know they host a radio program. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. No way. Yeah. <laughs> we had to give up on my house. You guys missed that. We gave up on it last week. What, what happened? Yeah, it was just too. We failed a lead-based tented paint, paint inspection, and because of that, they said they'd have to tent to do the whole remediation thing. When we were only getting $30,000 for the renovation budget. So, like, that plus the roof, plus we had polybutylene piping, and they wanted that all fixed, you know, in a few months in order to get insurance. It was just impossible. It was impossible. Haven't you been trying to get that house for, like, Seven months? months. Jeez. Seven months. I got some good news for you. Five different lenders. What's the good news? There's a lot more options available to you now. (laughs) (laughs) There are? And there are some with zero down payments still. What? Yeah. uh, Lake Nona is actually one area. You can do that. 
that's like no your interest money. rates just gonna be double what it was seven months ago <laughs> you're really making it sound appealing guys. <laughs> yeah, right? i really want to be in a house with a lead paint really <laughs> no we're gonna look for a rental now and try and to and hold her. hold fast for what? a couple months yeah because we can we need to be out by the end of the month well, the end of october f- yeah you can you can't you like ask for an extension? Give no, me thirty more. We days. were there for seven months. He's not gonna give us another month. You sure? Yeah, you I'm can sure. go. Oh, month why month? don't you no. get him to pay for the repairs? No, because he can sell it as is and make a bank. It comes with two garage apartments right in the heart of Mills Fifty. Someone's gonna drop five hundred thousand on that, and he was trying to sell it to us for three fifty. So we we tried, didn't work out. I think you need a different realtor. Yeah. Well, we tried with you guys, but your your lenders didn't want to work with us. Not to call you out on the radio, but I don't know. We didn't we weren't they didn't want to work in our little neighborhood. They like the ritzier ones. There goes that sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> we like you though. We like you. You guys are too boutique. Sounds like we're steering or something. No. We're just like you know, a couple of artists, creatives in the neighborhood trying to stay there. We're too small fry. Right? Of course not. Okay. There's always a second chance. That's what we'll talk. We'll talk off air. We'll see if we can fix it. Maybe I think we have time for nothing. Come on back after the break. We're going to tell you how you can buy weed at Circle K gas stations moving whoa, whoa. forward. Hey, y'all, it's time for your weekly NZN update. Screening this week is Triangle of Sadness, which looks at the tawdry relationship between power and beauty and the story of a celebrity model couple who are invited on a luxury cruise for the ultra-rich, which crashes and leaves everyone stranded on a desert island. But being pretty won't help you light a fire, y'all. Enjoy American Psycho with the insanely attractive and charismatic performance by Christian Bale, followed by a discussion on the movie led by a Rollins College professor who specializes in the history of terror. Other films include Basket Case, about a man on a road trip with a basket holding his surgically removed Siamese twin out for revenge against the doctors who separated them, screening on the 22nd. And House of a Thousand Corpses will show on October 25th. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back from the break. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And tonight we're hanging out at Southern Nights, the compound, the Southern compound in the Milk District. We're actually right behind District Dive, which is the sexiest place to find a daddy if you're looking. Right? And we're hanging out with the Ben Lobby Homes boys. How are you doing? That's Scott Wilson. I'm not a daddy for the record. But ben Lobby, you're not? <laughs> no. But you like a daddy. No comment. No. <laughs> As he smiles away over and there. And Joel Grant is here, too. I am here. Hey, Joel. Joel's the manager. He's going to kick us out if we talk about daddies and jock straps too much. Jockstraps. It's all right. Thank you very much. Uh, you guys want to keep talking about news? Of course. Okay. Before the break, we teased people about buying weed at Circle K. Did you guys see that headline? Did not. Okay. Green Thumb Industries, it's one of the largest pot producers in the nation, has just signed an exclusive deal with Circle K. They're going to start sectioning off like little parts of the gas stations. They're going to have their own separate entrance. 
and you can buy uh, medical marijuana if you have a card at certain Circle K gas stations across the state. So that, means, the country. So that means they're probably going to bring a lot more munchies for everyone to buy. <laughs> yeah, I guess, right? Go hit both. Get a Slurpee. Like a frozen pizza. Not You don't have to say if you smoke the ganj, but if you did, what would your munchie of choice be? Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls? But don't they stick to your teeth? No. Okay, I'm not judging. I just had a question. Ben, what's your munchie of choice if, perchance, you were smoking weed? Uh, I would go, well, there's three. Uh-huh. There's, have you ever had that, like, M&M pop popcorn that you can oh, get at Publix? Oh, no, but I I will kill a box of M&Ms with some popcorn at the movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And poppers? No, no, salt no, and sweet? Movie? And pop. <laughs> you poppers give me headaches. No, it's a, it's a popcorn <laughs> brand called Pop, and it has M&Ms and chocolate clusters in it. And also, did you ever have, like, uh, I, I snack a lot, as uh-huh. you can tell. Did you have all those, uh, those like, uh, <laughs> like zero body food? <laughs> <laughs> those uh, nerds growing up. Uh huh. So now they make, and you had nerds ropes. No the necklaces, right? But I'm from another country, so I don't know. Oh, what okay. Is. So th- like they the have, candy necklace. Well, the, yeah, they have nerds, and then they put nerds like they they made them into ropes with like Laffy Taffy holding the nerds onto the rope. Too much. That's ridiculous. And then now they make them into clusters. Okay. So it's literally these clusters of sugar. It's so Are good. they a little sour too or just no, sweet? No, just sweet. Okay. Yeah. So that was your second one. What's the third one? Uh, anything chocolate. Anything chocolate. <laughs> sweet tooth. Joel, oh, do you totally. have a... If for some reason you were smoking marijuana or just with a medical munchies. marijuana card, if that was your thing, what do you think your snack would be? I'd say something sweet like gummy bears, uh-huh. sweet tarts. Oh, I like that. Where's the bears reference again? A bear again. It keeps coming up. Yeah, I guess we're learning some things. I like something a little savory. You know? Yeah? Yeah, like a grilled cheese. Like a grilled cheese? <laughs> <laughs> From Circle K. <laughs> From Circle K. <laughs> Can you imagine? Or a hot dog? Or a hot dog? Cheese sticks? Do you know those only, bratwurst? Out of all the people who live in Florida, only 700,000 people in Florida have a medical marijuana card. Really? Doesn't that seem low? How many are located oh. by county? That's I would stat. love to I know by see. county. I would love to know. I'd also like to know the reasons for those 700,000 people to have the card, like what they were listed as. Like, yeah. it's, is it all PS, PTSD? Is it all, I don't know, glaucoma? Like, what is what is the thing that, that goes Anxiety down? Anxiety and stress. Anxiety and stress. Yeah. Sitting on I-4 traffic. just There you go. Yeah, from driving too much. I get it. <laughs> I have a medical marijuana boiled card. Boiled peanuts. If you want to get a medical marijuana, I do like I do like some boiled peanuts. Do you have a medical marijuana sponsor? Uh, we, we work with MCO Cannabis quite a lot, actually, mm. and they're great. And so if you don't have a card but you really want to and you're kind of sketched out by the whole thing, definitely give them a Google. And we do videos with them sometimes about how easy it is, like what the process is. And it's very great. The MCO Cannabis is uh, women-owned. She's young, little Yvette. She, she must be in her 20s. So what she, did you have? What was your condition? Stress. <laughs> Stress. Stress and anxiety. Not anymore because it's cured. <laughs> With daily use. Yeah. You know who needs it, though, are those Orlando Pride coaches. Are you following that story? Orlando Pride. Like there's Orlando City Soccer and then Orlando Pride is the women's soccer yeah. team. They fired the coaches. Well, I mean. Because of bullying. For bullying. Bullying and retaliation. Ooh. They temper. They put them on temporary leave. 
excuse me, just burped. And then they did a uh, uh, investigation, and the investigation revealed a systemic problem of verbal and emotional abuse and sexual misconduct, not just in this team, but also in the entire league. And so, so they fired them. The coaches were men. Women. The coaches were men. Women. I think it was one woman. The main coach is a woman, and then the assistant coach is a man. So what does their pride stand for? Like pride of lions. Yeah, but. Because a pack of female lions. But that's the joke. It's because it's women athletes. People assume it's a lot of lesbians playing, right? I guess they're very assertive, it sounds. Yeah. Assertive. But a pack of female lions is a pride. Yeah. Yeah. Just a pack of lions. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, it's mostly women, right? And then, like, I think it's like one one dude lion and then he's got like a couple that haven't left the pride yet right <laughs> what? what's wrong with saying dude lion you know what I was saying I'm painting a picture with words <laughs> I'm a professional I, uh, I'm gonna google that after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds like a stallions and mares thing you should always do your own research <laughs> uh, did you hear about the stuff happening downtown like how this tightening of restrictions on bars that are in the central business district yeah. yeah. Do they still have those security uh, gates that we talked about Yeah, but they're ago? not really enforcing them yet. But so now I, they just have a, an extra permit that you have to for late night? Yeah. We actually, we have a whole... Let me go through it. I have a whole roundup of everything that they're trying to do. What's the latest of the downtown drama? So they just passed... Well, it's not, I can't get it. Ibar is kind of involved in this thing big time. Fight, well, because they left. Ibar left downtown, right? And now the people who, I can't, it's like a country bar or it was a country bar and it turned into something else? Something about they had to do renovations, re- structural repairs, and it changed their category and they can't be grandfathered back in. And they're fighting that. Oh, interesting. So, okay. So, any it, anyone who's currently there operating will be grandfathered in. If they do any major improvements to a venue, if there's a change in ownership, if a new bar opens, they're going to be required to go through a lot of new red tape that's kind of trying to limit new bar uses in the downtown core. And so, yeah, if that's there is they moved, right? Ibar moved over to uh, College Park, packing district area. Exactly. And it's my understanding the people that bought that building. They, there were structural integrity issues they had to fix, like millions of dollars, and that yeah. changed them into new concept. Uh huh. Not going to be grandfathered in because of this. So now they have to apply for a special use permit to be allowed to stay open past midnight. If you are a bar that's open past midnight, you also have to have a designated responsible person is what they're calling them on staff who will like basically a manager, a go-to person on all of the shifts who can, if there's a problem, if that the police could talk to Cause sometimes these, there's something, there's a problem in one of these bars and they show up and there's nobody there to talk to except maybe like a shift leader or like a senior server or something. They they're missing these people, this main point of contact at these venues. And so they're changing that. You have to do that. Uh, Litter and trash has to be picked up by 4 a.m. now downtown. If you don't pick up trash and litter from around your business at the end of the night, they're going to fine you. It's it's really interesting because it's all a part of them trying to change it from this entertainment district and more into like a neighborhood. But what's really going to happen is we're just going to see more of these businesses leave downtown 
and go into the actual neighborhoods like Mills 50 and Milk District where they don't have any restrictions like these. Well, do you think there's too many bars downtown? No, I think there's enough for what it was. It was an entertainment district. You know, like when you go to New Orleans, it was a bunch of bars. There's a bunch of bars when you go to the French Quarter. I think that's where we were going. Um, I don't think there's too many bars. I don't think there's enough restaurants. I don't think there's enough retail. For sure. I don't think we have to sacrifice the the businesses that are open already i think it's kind of sad that they're just making it harder for the ones that are there who like if they want to now put money into some of these historic buildings it's going to happen they're going to have something like what you're talking about at ibar they had to fix the problems with the building and and now they're getting hit with even more red tape i i don't see the value in that I but the question is is this coming too early right because from a commercial real estate standpoint you're adding these restrictions to the current owners. So if they go to sell or transfer their property, the new owners can't use the same concept. So they have to do be retail yeah. or a restaurant. But is downtown even big enough to support more restaurant and retail? Well, what's there if it's not bars, right? Because we saw a mass exodus from the offices during yeah. the pandemic. They're not coming back in those numbers. So those are going to stay empty. What happens now when you lose a couple of the bars? You're just going to have more vacancies downtown. Yep. So, like, that doesn't solve anything. You're just going to have less people in the streets. Unless on the opposite flip side of the coin, right, the city who is adding these restrictions, are they adding uh, incentives Incentives for other? Yeah. And that's, for that's the second, which we haven't heard anything official yet. I had a meeting with somebody there because they were hoping we could help do some pop-ups or like maybe we had a retail concept that we could help them with. And they are really hoping to bring more retail than like Church Street. And they want to do some uh, more street parties and they want to do like a holiday market uh, from Thanksgiving through to Christmas on Church Street like every weekend and, and thinking that that's great. And on paper, sure, that sounds wonderful, but are, are people going to go to Church Street to go do their holiday shopping? I don't think so. I, I am kind of liking the idea where they're starting to relocate a little bit. I mean, Milk District and some of these areas, I mean, it could evolve into something really nice. It's, it's different. But there's conflicts, right? So, like, as someone, I lived behind a bar in Mills 50, right? That's Or the people who live behind Will's Pub. Like, like it's literally one street of, of bars and then... There's homes directly behind it. And so I don't, without rules or regulations where you can make sure those uses can coexist peacefully, I, like I'm a little worried about what that looks like. Like, for instance, I lived where I lived, they're adding two more bars, and there's a, a batting cage type concept that's going to move in that it will be kind of like, a, uh, like an axe throwing place, but you can go hit some balls with a bat and said that'll also be a bar so like if we were still staying in that house the house would be literally surrounded by drinking uses and that's because i think <laughs> that's crazy and i think retail i think the problem with downtown with retail and restaurants uh-huh. is it's always going to be behind because of parking and it's not that there's not enough parking you yeah. can find parking but if you say, hey, Ben, let's go out to dinner in downtown, and I'm like, well, I got to pay $10 for parking or $5 for parking, I can easily say, why don't we go to Sushi in Baldwin Park where parking's free? Right. Right? I, I mean, agree. You can't. Orlandoans hate paying for parking, and they hate using parking garages. Like, they just, the, exactly. it's not the vibe. 
for Orlando. And uh, I guess we could Uber. But. There's a top. Well, actually, and Church Street, I think, was having a hard time anyway. But then when the I-4 Ultimate started going in and they got rid of all the parking underneath I-4, right, in preparation of, A, yes, for the, constra- the construction, but then, B, transforming it into this park, the under eye park. That was the idea. We're hearing now, and I haven't written about it yet because we're still gathering all the details, but it looks like they're rethinking that under eye park. And, and it's not all going to be skating parks and, and food trucks. They're also going to try to bring parking back because the businesses on church street have been petitioning city hall ever since they took it away to say like people aren't coming here anymore. And, Parking is a huge part of that. And I would agree. We used to park under that all the time and go over to like Hamburger Mary's or something. Cheyenne Saloon, if there was a party. Yeah, I mean, there's downtown. The parking is a definite issue. I mean, but again, with this new regulations, isn't parking per building or bar part of this? You have to have enough parking to. Downtown, you don't. There's no parking uh, minimums anymore. So you don't have to have a certain amount of parking. When you're out in the neighborhoods, you do. Okay. Yeah. And that's interesting because we talked about that a few episodes ago. They changed, like, what is a nightclub? Nightclubs demand more parking permit-wise than a restaurant does. And they're changing now on paper what is a nightclub. And it's all based on uh, can people dance? Is there a performance aspect? No, people can dance well. (laughs) (laughs) If you dance well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is, I mean, I mean, that it's fascinating that people don't think. I mean, the the common resident, I don't think, knows how these things are developed, and they're really determined by yeah. like the city or the local municipality planning office. But at the same time, it's like you shouldn't be parking and going to a club. You should be calling an Uber or Lyft. But but now who's doing that? I w- I would I would probably do you venture drive when you go out sometimes, yeah. girl. But I'm not drinking my face off. And if I am, I'm going to stop and eat a hot dog somewhere. At Circle K. I'm not, like, driving drunk. (laughs) But I don't drink a lot. Like, I'll have, like, two drinks. That's okay for me to drive home if I'm out for, like, the evening and I only have a couple drinks. If I messed up, yeah, of course I'm going to call a lift. I'll just leave my car. (laughs) But that's generally not the problem. Or where I live in Mill 50, I could ride my bike or walk. Then it doesn't matter. Right? That's the whole beauty of living in a downtown neighborhood. Well, you can't stay that much longer, can you? Well, hopefully I can. <laughs> but thanks for bringing me down. You want to talk about food? Sure. We got lots of restaurant news. College Park is getting a new barbecue restaurant. And I say College Park l- loosely. It's on OBT and like that Fair Villa area. Uh, I like to say College Park because I get really mad when you mention OBT. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they get all mad. St. Vic's Smoke Shack. It was a really popular Ooh. Conway uh, food truck has just secured a oh we're close to the executive airport if you just heard an airplane go over that's how you know you're in the milk district uh they secured a spot they're going to open this saturday if you're the first 50 people to get into saint vic's smoke shack it's again it's right next to the it's near fair villa there's a gas station right by fair villa and i can't remember what it's called racetrack or something it's not a circle k is it I would hope so. <laughs> That'd be great if it was. I really hope it was. Uh, then you get a free uh, pulled pork sandwich. How many barbecue restaurants do you think Orlando can hold? I mean, I, they're everywhere. Not enough. And there are always well, lines for many. them. Really? Who do we have? Four Rivers. There's, I mean, it seems like everywhere there's barbecue. What's your favorite barbecue? The one I don't go to. 
What's that? Which is I don't. I'm not a big. Why fan be so of cryptic? I just oh, you don't want people. Are, you don't uh, want people to eat all your barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big barbecue person. Is it Cecil's? Not bad. Oh, that's, that's why you're hating on it because no, really Cecil's is good. It's in Soto, very nice place. Okay, Ben, what's your favorite barbecue? I don't know of a favorite barbecue place. Really? That's why I'm asking. I want to know all these barbecue places. You got what? Mission Barbecue. Mission. Barbecue. Oh, Mission Barbecue. Mission. Yes. My nephew loves Mission Barbecue. Where's Mission Barbecue? It's kind of. It's a chain. Airport. Right by the airport. Executive yeah. or international? International. Okay. Chewies. Uh, I love me some Jimmy Bear's Barbecue in St. Cloud. It's Ooh, that's a hike. And if you ever go to, he does a food truck at Fringe. He's the the barbecue sprawling truck there in Lock Haven Park for Orlando Fringe every year. Mm. It's really good. What's your favorite sushi place? Ooh, um, there's only one right answer, maybe two. <laughs> Sushi. I like Edo, Edo Boy that just opened up behind Tori Tori, the stand up one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I, that's the best sushi I've had in a long time. I think they're fantastic. And then that new one that just opened up over in the Whole Foods uh, Plaza in Winter Park. And I can't remember what it's called. I can't either. I haven't. I haven't <laughs> Doshi. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Oh, that was on uh, the, the radar thing. Uh, on my TV show? No, no, I don't think so. Why? What was yours? Kabuki. Kabuki? Great. Good, I, yeah. I do love Kabuki. I got to go there for the James Beard Ugh. dinner. Yeah, it was Rude. I, Why was welcome. I not your plus one? Well, you got to put out. Joel, you got a favorite sushi restaurant? You do you do you sush? I'm not a big sushi fan. Okay, because of the raw fish? Um, I like the curry is good. Okay, um, I love curries. Odom. Ooh, okay. And that's local. You can hit it up before you go to work. All right. Do you ever go to Enzo's on the Lake in Longwood? I've honestly I've heard of it for years. Okay. I've never been. Just and I used to live down the street. Oh, see now I can't go. <laughs> Shucks. Yeah. Uh oh my gosh, we're running out of time. There's a bunch of new things happening. The Gold Dust Home is now open in Mills Fifty, right across the street from House on Lang. So if you like cool little shops that are owned by ladies, you can go check out both of them at the same time over behind St. Matthew's Tavern. Colonial Town North is hosting a uh, backyard bonfire tour next month. We just wrote about it on bungalore.com. You can go to five different privately owned homes, hear live music, drink some drinks, hang out with the Colonial Town kids, and just have a good time. So in Jacksonville, they have porch parties. They do they this do, too. Yeah. But here we do backyard <laughs> fire backyard pits. That's, that's cool. Well, Porch Fest in Sanford is an amazing event. Yeah. Ever, yeah. We but talked we don't about have... that because we wanted to do a comparable version here in town. Yeah. And we've done that in Soto before. Porch Fest? Mm-hmm. A different... Uh, Older houses in the area. I'm not in the right neighborhood for Porch Fest. (laughs) We don't have porches. No, no porches. Just pools, so we can do Pool Fest. I like Pool Fest. Yeah, too cold though. Everybody wears little little things, little bathing suits. All the people just marching in speedos from house to house. Yeah, VIPs get a get a robe. Yeah, branded (laughs) robe to wear in between stops. We'll have O carts circulating between them. You can just go swim everywhere. I like that. Uh, Mad Cow Theater is now the Fringe Art Space. Mad Cow is out of their space on Church Street, and Orlando Fringe moved in, and they have uh, made it into a new arts hub. It's going to be opening in January, right before their Winter Park or their Winter Mini Fest. And we're that. going with you for the grand opening, right? Do you want to go? Yeah. Do you want to be dates? Should I just do that? Do you guys want to keep coming? 
Can I mean, can I bring a plus two? Yeah. Sweet. All right. If it's your man. Of course. I don't mind looking at your man. He He's pretty go. artsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's just pretty. And then OCLS, the library system, just scrapped their fines for overdue books. So if you've been holding on to a book forever because you didn't want to pay the fines, you can just bring it back and you're good. You don't have to pay nothing. You're welcome. Oh, thank God. I have like a stack of books. I've been you, from the fearful library? of returning. Yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid. Uh, is there anything you guys want to say to the peeps before we run away? Joel, anything, any specials people need to know about coming up? No, I'm just like to say come out for Halloween. All right. Who wins? Who is most likely to win a Halloween costume contest here at Southern Nights? Whoever brings the most friends. Oh, it's there you go. Is it based on noise? It typically is. Yeah. What's the prize? Uh, I believe five we're grand. Away, no, two thousand dollars on Friday, and then we have a couple thousand dollar costumes throughout the week. It's two thousand dollars, like first prize or all the prizes. I think it's winner take all. Winner wow. take all. Ooh. See now I got. I know how much I got to invest in my costume. You got to. You got to do it right. Yeah. All right. You guys got anything for Ben Lobby Homes? Uh, just uh, October is going to be pretty strong for us. Working on some new projects. So excited super excited and then 2023 is around the corner so all right and come on out to bingo every tuesday at tactical brewing you can hang out with me while i wear boobs and uh, give you some amazing prizes best bingo prizes in town seven o'clock every tuesday at tactical brewing thanks guys